Newsbreak podcast. Well, I guess it has been a long time coming. The president had announced before that they'll be waiting for the National Health Act regulations to be promulgated so that they could end the state of disaster. So it is not unexpected. But I hope people will still fully understand that COVID is still with us. COVID is not gone. And all the lessons of the last two years must inform our own personal behavior. Of course, uh, we've noticed, and, and this is something the president had mentioned you know, previously, that they were looking at... A- phased approach to reducing those lockdown measures until the eventual decision of now ending that state of disaster. However, is there a risk now that the state of disaster has ended that we could possibly see a surge in cases? Yes, that risk exists. I mean, all the scientists are saying it's not about whether we get another wave or not. It's about the nature of the wave. So it is incumbent on all of us to ensure that all the precautionary measures, the hygiene measures, washing of hands frequently, physical distance, masking up in closed environments, isolating if we have a respiratory illness so that we do not pass it to others, that all those measures need to be in place. But more importantly, in work environment, try and create improved ventilation in all closed spaces. And if it is not necessary for people to work, to come to work, if they can still work at home, continue to employ those because we're not out of the woods yet and COVID is still with us. A lot of attention now is on that public health policy framework and what's going to happen in terms of creating that legislative sort of framework to ensure that the regulations are there but not under that state of disaster. For you, what does the policy need to contain in order to ensure that South Africa still is able to handle any eventuality around this pandemic? I think the main thing that is missing for us as South Africans is responsibility and accountability and protecting others. We have become very selfish and I hope what COVID has learned has taught us is that we've got to depend on each other. So I hope those lessons are not lost. And what I hope would come through in the legislative framework is to give people guidance to the importance of basic and proper hygiene measures because that's what we're talking about. The issue of clean surfaces, ventilated spaces, cough etiquette, the simple notion of washing your hands, the importance so that it's not just about sanitation. Remember that clean water and soap are the key to stopping passing the infection from one to another. We should always remember that the virus carries no passport, the virus has no legs, and we are the ones that transmit it from one to the other. And we should, we have learned about how to break that cycle of passing on the infection. The constant talking point, the constant question is whether or not one needs to give up that mask and how relevant is that mask right now in terms of COVID infections. Your thoughts on this and and your caution to people around this? You know, my thoughts on this is tell people about what happened in 2002 when we had SARS-1. It was in Asia and it was mainly localized to Hong Kong and to Canada. What happened, they started using masks then. When they went into the next flu season, they continued using masks. And they had the lowest incidence of common flu in the next flu season. So a mask will always be protective to protect others. And it is something that we should do voluntarily. And we should avoid unnecessary physical contact. And maybe it's time we change certain cultural values of embracing. We start bowing to each other, continue with the elbow shakes. Some of the things that we have done 
until we're out of this pandemic. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.